Loading Nerd Track Program. Listen when ready. And the pain of this podcast will be over. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't know what you're bitching about. Have you taken but any yeah. more shots? I know that was two episodes ago on the, our episodes, but are you still drinking, David? I am. <laughs> okay. But you are right. Hold on. Let's get a nice. I still think it's funny because obviously <laughs> if, if people don't know, we we do record a few of these at a time and then we put them out. So usually two, unless we had to skip a week and then we do three to catch up. Yeah. Two or One, three. Two, yeah. Skip a few. Yeah. So I think it's, it's probably funny sometimes. I wonder if someone's like a week and a half later, we're making the joke that we made from like a episode a week before, but for us it was like 30 minutes before. So we're like, David's still drinking. Like <laughs> well, he's really just drinking every episode, but it's really probably. All the time. Yes. <laughs> probably. So it loosens me up. It does. It does. And nobody likes a non-loose David. Okay, come on. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. We don't, we don't, yeah, let's let's move on. Welcome to the Nerd Trek Podcast, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I am Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David. Hey, guys. Drunkingly, David. He's not drunk. I don't, he's not drunk. Shot, 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 shot. Uh, all right. Today we are discussing uh, Inheritance, TNG Season 7, Episode 10, original air date, November 20th, 1993. Uh, Data gets a mom, basically. Data's mom. She's not not attractive. It's whatever (laughs) floats your positronic boat. Right. Data's mom is kind of not his mom. Data's mom is kind of not his mom. Yeah, sort of. Um, so the crew shows up at a planet because they want to reignite the core. Um, <clears throat> from my limited knowledge of uh, planetary sciences, I believe we have our magnetic field because of a molten core, right? I think that's what creates the magnetic field. And I, I too saw the movie The Core, Phil. Yeah. Jeff, yes. Oh, oh I forgot about that movie. That is the worst movie. Oh, I was thinking about the whole time. They're like, we need to remolten and reignite the car. I'm like, just launch some nukes down in there in a little uh, space. Uh, a, a subterranean nukes work for everything. Sub- subway system. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. Re- relight the car. I, I won't lie. I love that movie. I it's know terrible. It well. But it's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it is terrible. It's great, but it's terrible. But it's fun. I no, I I have a soft spot for those just really obnoxious like disaster movies. I just do. I, just, I love those. I always imagine on that one how you had to get to like making that movie because it was at a time when disaster movies were big, so everybody was making ones about floods and things like that. But what guy was sitting yeah. around looking at the globe and going, "What if we make one about the core stopping?" <laughs> <laughs> what would yeah. we do dude we can put them all in a, like a little train and they can go down into the thing and blow nukes and make Ooh. it all start again <laughs> well, it's basically just journey to the center of the earth in some ways yeah. 
Yeah, without all the without the weird parts dinosaurs and yeah. In a way, it's <laughs> almost a little more realistic. Is it? Let's ask Dr. Aaron next time she's on. <laughs> we'll have to, we will have to bring it up. The only thing yes. I think in that movie that is so unbelievable is that they could create something that could survive down there. But if you have on yeah. Obtanium, I think it's as believable <laughs> as anything in Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Uh, what we should do is next time Dr. Aaron is on, we should we should make it th- or make her think we're going to ask a Star Trek question, but then go, hey, have you ever seen the core? Oh, we should bring up <laughs> terrible movies and talk about their science. Absolutely. Armageddon. We yeah. should do that. Oh, we should do an episode of like of uh, terrible science. Like uh, terrible, ooh, science. terrible science. That would be amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, Star Trek. Sorry. Um, they're at terrible this planet. Sci-fi to... with and without the fi. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're at this planet to reignite the core. And we learn one of the scientists is Data's mom, supposedly. Um she was married to Dr. Sung at the time and helped create data um, and lore. Uh, and then of course they kind of develop a relationship, but ultimately, ultimately we learn that she is an Android as well, but she did not know it. Um, but she's much more advanced. She's got like sweat glands and she um, has emotions and everything. So um, she was made after data uh, after Dr. Sung left the planet. So uh, re- very interesting. Um, there's a couple things I want to hit on here is that first of all, David, did you think she was going to be his real mom? Did you think she, were you surprised when she was an Android? I was, I was, I was actually very surprised when she was an Android. I thought it was just going to be that kind of thing where, cause we'd seen the episode where Dr. Sung dies or supposedly dies. Mm-hmm. Um, cause if I remember correctly from Picard season one, he ain't really dead. <laughs> Dr. Sung is dead. The, the the man who created data and lore is yeah. dead. He, he died he, in that episode. He gone. Yeah, but the one in Picard is like his son or grandson. Oh right, son. right, 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 right. Which I don't know when he had a son. I don't. I don't remember if they explained that in the Picard. Maybe uh maybe his mama there is as as accurate as data is when it comes to the body <laughs> fully, parts. Fully yeah. functional. Fully functional. <laughs> Um, yeah, because there actually was a real person that he was married to, but she did leave. So her story is true to an extent. Um, but she just does not know that she's, that she's an Android. Yeah. Um, I told you was true, but from a certain point of view. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the, what's the, what's the, do you guys remember that? Oh, Jeff probably won't. There was a show on when I was a kid, it was like a girl who was a robot, Small wonder. Is that it? Yes. Where she, they open but, up her, like she has the apron yeah. on and they open her up and she's got all the little lights and blinkies. I loved small wonder. It's I was thinking, I was thinking that she wonder. didn't think that she didn't know she was a robot, but she did. So I was mistaken. Oh, she, yeah, she does. It's, it's the other people around her that didn't know she was. And then Vicky? like, was that her name? I think so. I, I knew the show existed, but I, I never watched it. I loved small wonder. I think it was part yeah. of TGIF for a while. No, it was on after that. I was little when that was out. I was like maybe seven or eight. Yeah, so this would have put it us. like mid. This would have put it like mid to late eighties. Uh, nineteen. Oh yeah, Vicky arrives nineteen eighty five. So I must have seen it in. I was reruns. born in eighty four, so I must have seen it in a reruns. repeat or something. Yeah, <laughs> it made a really good impression on you when you were one. <laughs> yeah. That's when my memory is the best. Core eighty-five core to eighty-nine. So when I was one to core memories from when he was one to four. <laughs> that explains so much. It does. 
Um, where was I going with this? I had things I wanted to talk about. I don't remember now. Sorry, I'm playing the theme song. In your head. Oh, I don't even know what the theme song would be. Um, I don't oh, it's know. It's a very '80s one. It's like oh, it's, each it's, of them doing yeah. something, then looking at the camera and smiling. And they're like, "Hey!" Like very Full House. <laughs> so good. I'll just wait. All right, no, no, no. Excuse me while I relive my childhood here. There you go. Um, would would you? So ultimately, Data decides to not tell her that she's an android. Would you guys have told her? <sighs> if it ain't poke, if it ain't broke, don't well. I was gonna say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But yeah, you fix it and then you don't say shit. So okay. There you well, go. and it, you know, I I think I would have told her until he actually has that conversation with a uh, fake Doctor Soong VR Doctor. Oh, Soong his little holographic yeah. VR Doctor. And he talks about how he he puts his Oculus on. He's like, dude, check out VR Doctor Soong. <laughs> <laughs> but when he when he talks to him and he's like, oh yes, I I designed her to be that way. She'll never know. She'll have like a death. You know, at mm-hmm. some point she'll fade out and he kind of has it all programmed out. Then, yeah, I think I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to let this run its course because it is kind of like who gets hurt by not knowing. Yeah. Well, well and, and knowing what we know too, now from. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say he um, he says, too, that he designed her to shut down if she ever found out or like if her arm breaks that it looks like it will be found out. Then she's designed to shut down. So tell yeah, her she'll to, shut down to and shut then down. wake up and think she fainted or whatever. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Phil, go ahead. Like those fainting goats. Like they get spooked and they fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I side railed you. I I know. Yeah, I totally forgot what I was going to say now. Sorry, man. Oh, continue on. I'll think of it. Okay. Um, Yeah, I didn't. I'm on without you. um, I'm curious. Well, I think what they. They don't really. Okay. So the premise of their core being molten, or that's kind of just to get them there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we kind of care. We don't really care. I don't, eh, whatever. Meh, whatever. Um, yeah, this the, this episode, again, has kind of some filler in it that doesn't need to be there, but. It's a but, way to get them there. You have, yeah. you have to have a, some sort of MacGuffin to. to Catalyst. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's nothing amazing, but it's fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I think my most or my favorite thing, which adds a lot more into the canon, which I, I forgot about. I honestly did. Um, there's a scene where, um, data and his mother are talking and I, God, what is her name? I'm so sorry. Ooh. Terrible with names. Uh, Julian Taylor, Dr. Tanner, where they're talking in 10 forward. And she says something along the lines of like, um, every prototype, uh, or every prototype I was heartbroken when we had to, you know, uh, dismantle them. And data's yeah. like, Oh, I thought it was just me and lore. And she's like, no, uh-huh. no, no, no. There was, there was, I think she says there was three before you surprise motherfucker. Which, well, that would make sense. Trial and error. You're not going to make a data on the first try or even a lore. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, cause it was these three ones, these three prototypes and then it was lore and then lore fucked up and then it was data. Um, but this makes a lot more sense now. Cause when you get to nemesis, um, they find, before this one that's like just out in the sands of this planet. Yeah, and I think when I originally watched this, I was like, oh, they're just suddenly bringing in like a prototype. But I'm like, no, they said it. Like, if you don't yeah, remember this one line, yeah. then it doesn't make sense. So now that I still don't like Nemesis, but I that it adds a piece back into it that I can understand a bit better now. Oh, well, that's good. 
Because, too, if they said there's three other prototypes, like, where are they? They weren't in Dr. Sung's lab on Omicron Theta. So there's one ends up with the Romulans on, in Nemesis. Where are the other two? I'm curious. Well, they said they did dismantle them. Maybe they but where are the parts? around anymore. Yeah. And, like, where did the Romulans get this one? That's I have, like, a lot of questions now. Well, remind me. So in Picard Season 1, when they open that drawer and we see the parts, I remember you guys debating this. Is it B4? Is it lore? And I was like, who the fuck are these people? Mm. Who was it in the drawer? It was Data, right? No, it was before. No, it was, was before. It before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, we don't know where It's been a long at. time since I've seen Nemesis, so I do not remember that. I'm very curious yeah. to get to that one and be like, meet before again. Yeah. And we we never find out what, what happened to Lore. So mm. we don't ever know. And Data died, dies in, in Nemesis. Um, so technically, there's B4 is, is in a drawer in Starfleet, and there's two other prototypes. And then, but there's, I mean, there's all these other androids on the planet that Dr. S- that his son, Dr. Soong is doing or something. So yeah, there's six of them total. Of before the data types of the Soong type androids. Yeah. With the positronic brains. Cause you've got, um, there's data, the three prototypes data before okay. lore, Juliana, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't say where and the other two are. There's the two other prototypes. Okay. Yeah. But they've never I, that would be fascinating. I mean, obviously they can't bring Brett Spiner back to do it every time because he is getting older and um, he can't be the same thing. The other thing I thought was cool is they make a comment too is is how um, because Juliana ages, like she mm-hmm. she gives off like you know fake um, hypertension, um, but she does <laughs> age, and they make a comment about how oh she has the same aging mechanism that Data has. So data is supposed to age as well, um, which makes me happy because I know when when the first season of Picard came out, everyone's like, "Oh, data's older and he's fat, you know, he doesn't look the same." You're like, because he he ages. He was designed to age, so it does make sense that he looks older. Uh, Fucking fans. I guess. I mean, I I I do like that they tied that in, but I do feel like that's every excuse for Data is like he's just like a person because they designed him to be that way. Well, I okay. feel like. But I think you okay. When yes, they, I think what makes Data most interesting is his differences. Not the same. Hold on, you are both talking. Sorry, <laughs> one person at a time. Yes, but oh. we all know I'm more important than Phil is. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But that, that's I, I find what data is most interesting about data is always his differences from people, not the mm. same. So like the fact that they make everything the same. Now don't get me wrong. I get it. When they did Picard season one, it's been 30 years since we've seen data. Yeah. You kind of have to explain it. You can't just be like, oh, look, he's the same. Pretend, yeah. pretend, pretend, because that's that gets difficult. Uh, but, you know, tying it into like, oh, he ages. I'd just be like wear and tear on a robot. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. No, I, I think the problem I have is that when those toxic fans came out in Picard and like, well, he can't play them because he's he's too old now. And it, yeah, no, it, I, no, and it's not. Yes, he is older, but I like that there is an in-universe explanation for that. He does. He is supposed to age, but I like that they can just bring the actor back and it's not that. I just wish toxic fans didn't ruin everything. That's the problem. Yeah, I I. I don't have a problem with that one per se. It's just the fact that they've kind of done it with everything. They've done it with why he dreams, why he has nightmares, why he's, you know, has sex with Yar. Like it's everything is just like, Oh, we made him to be like as human as possible. And I feel like there should be 
some things. The only times they ever use it is like when he's obviously not organic or when he doesn't have to breathe. And those are right. the only things they make different. Yeah, they even they even established like that his fingernails grow and his hair grows and stuff like that. I'm like, I mean, establishing that he can control it on his own is kind of cool. But I'm like, there should be things that are different. Like he should have never met the barber. His hair doesn't grow or something. Like that. Like, <laughs> I get you. He'd have Phil, to replicate remember, a wig or something. Do you remember <laughs> what you were going to say? Or did we just cock block you twice? Nah, it's gone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <you> <laughs> we're ruining Phil in this one. It's gone. It's gone. Um, so I like that. I like that we do get to meet her a little bit and I like the way data figured it out basically because of the way that she blinks and the way that she plays the violin, like exactly the same. Like he's the only one who would actually notice that. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. Like I like more of that than I like Mm -hmm. necessarily the, oh, we programmed him to be exactly the same. This is why he's so human. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of like his differences and him trying to be human despite them than I do him being programmed and it being laid into him to be more human personally. Okay. Cause then I feel like that covers that dichotomy of like, what does it really mean to be human? Is it because he, uh, can have sex? No, it's because he's choosing to have that experience and be that kind of creature in a sense. To be intimate. I, I, and yeah. Yeah. So well, they, they even kind of make a joke about it when he's going to go to see counselor Troy and she's like, Oh, we were so happy that you're, we what hope they that your, do in this your one? sexuality program would would work. And I was going to say we all made jokes about it, but still. <laughs> yeah, but no, in in the episode they do. Yeah, everybody's made a data input joke. I mean, let's be honest. Like it just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, they figure that out. They they help the planet. Um. And they go back on their way, and that's kind of it. Yeah. On their merry way. Yeah. Um, and I like that they bring up Lol again. You know, she kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that mm. Data tried to do something, and then I, yeah. the actress did such a great job, and she plays. So she's very caring, but then also gets very emotional, and you know, about all these old memories. And so I, she did a great job. I, I think. Oh she yeah, did. she did a great job playing that character. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's a good episode if you are into looking for you know good data stories and you want that kind of his overarching arc throughout the entire show and movies, uh, check it out. It's definitely worth it. And it does actually does tie into Picard, um, season one a lot. So it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Overall, it's a really good episode and it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, no one dies. Um, sorry. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, what else Phil's or Phil, what do you think about this one? Yeah, it's, it's a good episode. I, I like the kind of the, the way he figures it out, mm. like with her, uh, when she plays, when they're playing in the trio or quartet or whatever it was, the piece. And he notices, Hey, you played that exactly the same way in rehearsals. Yeah. You did in the performance. It's, it's a lot of subtle little clues like that. Mm. And, and, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of surprising in some ways, I think. But yeah, I remember when this episode first came out, it's like, holy crap, it was really a shocker. Yeah. So that brings up an interesting point of that apparently Sung has some way to copy a person's consciousness or at least their memories and put it in someone else. Because we've talked about that before, like data is kind of made up of different consciousnesses, but he's not a copy of one person. No, he just has their memories. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time we've seen a person who essentially was replicated in Android form. 
and believes she's that person. Ooh. So she would have to have like all the memories, including those talents, like being able to play the the violin. Because yeah. that's not something she would have learned since then. That's something you do to be that good at it. You probably have to do since you're a mm. kid for the most part. Most well, likely, at least. But if she is an android because like she was doing math, but she doesn't know that she's that good, she could have just been like, oh, I'm just a natural. I picked it up really easily. But I, but I get your point too. Yes, I get. Yeah, I guess. I mean, could you be that way? But yeah. I feel like you just would have to have that because she'd have to remember that she plays it, and then she would have to mm-hmm. have the built-in talent to do it. Yeah. From that, mm-hmm. so. Well, and that makes sense again going into Picard season one because they copy Picard, and he's basically an android. With they just changed his, they copied his memories. So this is the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, and it leads to a really funny scene in Wait, the what? next season. <laughs> yeah. Card season one, we find out Picard's an android. Oh my yeah, God. at the end. Yeah, because he has that disease, like like Alzheimer's. Oh, and right. He, he basically chooses gets to turned go through the. I forgot to, he goes. He, he elects to go through it. Right. right, right yeah, right, right. to be turned into an android, but he'll still die. I thought, I thought you meant we just find it out as like a surprise. I'm like, I don't remember oh. that. Like <laughs> surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. No. So they basically like, do to him what? what they did to Juliana. Like he he's yeah, still going to age. He's still going to die naturally. Um, but he is a an android, basically. Yeah. This makes so much more sense now because I don't. I think that's what's hard, especially with <laughs> with uh, a Picard, is because I don't. This this episode is not on my you know go to watch because it's kind of more emotional. It's not as like my you know favorite. But this ties into Picard so much more now. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the. And all of like all of the kind of this Android subplots seems like mm-hmm. they tie together in one way or another. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They definitely do better with the continuity on that than like almost anything else in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. As right. far as continuity goes. Yeah. This is a good one. I I'm enjoying this a lot more now as an adult than I probably did as a kid. So definitely worth a watch. Uh, Dave, what's your Dave meter? I liked this one. I'm going to give this an eight. Uh, it's, oh. it's, it's got its slowness parts, but the twist at the end was a surprise. Yeah. I always like it when they're able to actually fool me a little bit. Um, I, mean, I, was say, wrong, I thought, I thought this might be a little slow for you, but that's the only reason it's not a nine or a 10. The pacing was a little slow and it is mm. a little coincidental of like, Oh, he recreated his wife and rebuilt her and was able to do it so well that even after he's, they've been separated and he's gone. Like she's still nobody never found out kind of a thing Mm. it's Mm. the board it's that gray area of the believability section i can just suspend my disbelief enough but um Mm. but yeah so i think it falls into the eight category but you know eight nine ten i'd say is a great episode like (laughs) yeah cool all right uh phil any other parting thoughts on this one no it's a good episode i enjoy it yeah absolutely Oh, we yeah, get a reference you, to the crystalline entity again, huh? They do. They bring it up because they talk yeah. about Omicron Theta and lore and all that. Yeah. The attack. Yeah. Now, remind my terrible memory. Didn't we see the crystalline entity in TOS or was that a TNG thing? Just TNG. Just TNG. Just TNG. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we see it in the lore episode. And then when we find that other woman who's a scientist who lost her son on Omicron Theta. Oh, and right. she like vibrates it to to death. That sounds weird. It's it's just yeah. been so long uh, since we saw it in TNG. I thought it was TOS. No, it was like <laughs> season four or five. I think it's been a couple years. Yeah. 
God, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go check out this one. It's definitely a good data one and it ties into a lot more stuff than I even realized. It's good stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, David, do your thing. All right, yeah, check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com and now at the nerdtrek.com where we have links to all of our social media sites. You can uh, see our smiling faces in the Meet the Nerd section as we give you a fun smile through the internet. And whenever you are done finding out that you are actually an android that looks like a human, you can give us a five-star rating and review and we'll give it out, read it out over the air. Fantastic. That's it for us, everyone. Um... Yeah, we got some great episodes coming up. I'm looking forward to those. We got some other guests coming, some new ones and some returning ones. Um, so be excited for that. We are rolling to the finale. Uh, we're already a third of the way through this season. Actually, a little bit more than that now. It's going to be emotional. It so sucks. Emotional. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. As soon as we do this, you're just going to do like a, a rewatch. I just know you are. Well, I can I start you. watching again. I can start rewatching again. True. <laughs> Since you're you won't, you won't catch us. I, I, I'm like, mm, thank God we have so much new Trek out. Yeah, I know. Because otherwise, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? I can't rewatch anything. Because like normally, I'm I'm on a pretty steady diet of Voyager, DS9, and TNG. Just and I've been kind of cut off cold for the last few years now. <laughs> Sorry, it's rough. <laughs> Sorry, man. I know. Yeah. But thanks for hanging in there. I appreciate it. I try. <laughs> All right. That is it for us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We do appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya.